are now listening to The Prime Podcast, a show dedicated to exploring and investigating all things health, fitness, and performance related. When something is in its prime, it is at its best. This includes us as humans. Are you ready to take on the world? Then join us on this journey to live life in your prime. Hey guys, welcome back to the Find Your Prime podcast. Today we're going to talk a little bit about um, Open Workout 20.3, upcoming programming changes, and some other stuff that has been coming up through conversation. First, 20.3 brought us some deadlifts and some handstand push-ups. The deadlifts were relatively moderate at first and built up to a heavier weight with also a handstand walk as a more advanced movement for folks who were able to get there. Um, What we find is through our regular training, handstand push-ups aren't a regular piece of the puzzle, many times because getting inverted or uh, the strength to support that movement isn't quite there, and you know if you don't have the strength to support it, you can really uh, hurt your neck to do so. Um, so we kind of shy away from it a little bit in our, our general programming, um, but there are some folks who are interested in being able to do that, and uh, we, we do program from time to time, but there's some stuff you can do um, off on your own or, or looking to do some different things. If your handstand push-ups are something that you know, you really, really, really want to be better at or do more of, uh, talk to one of the coaches and we can kind of work with you to figure out what steps we might need to take to improve that. In terms of the deadlift, we do work on deadlifts um, in our Olympic lifting and in general. Uh, so the deadlift was pretty good for most folks. And this is one of those workouts where, you know, it was kind of like a weird scaling option because it went from being a really, really challenging move workout in, in general where, uh, most folks who are RXing it, other than the elite athletes, were not finishing the workout, whereas um, a lot of people who were scaling the workout finished the entire workout. So even though the weight wasn't super heavy, um, you were still doing 90 deadlifts. So no matter how you'd look at it, even if it was um, you know 85, 135 for the females and 135, 185 for the males, 90 um, bends at the waist with some, with, with some weight is still going to you know, be tiring, taxing, and and beat up your lower back a little bit. So make sure you're taking care of yourself this week and and getting some extra stretching in, rolling out the low back and getting some extra pigeon poses and then couch stretching to kind of like release some of that stuff around the hip and low back. Okay. Um, Programming in general, uh, yesterday saw, which this is Wednesday morning, so it's a little later than than we've been doing in the the other weeks. Uh, Yesterday, it was Tuesday, saw a longer... Um, Metcon, that was 20 minutes in, uh, in the class at night. I told, I was telling them to think about being able to sustain this for 60 minutes. Okay, So uh, OPEX, which is a certification that I'm working towards and, and, and getting, has a model uh, that they call pain, gain, and sustain. So they have three different styles of workouts that you would go through on a weekly basis and depending on where you need to improve the most. And uh, pain would be something like a Fran or something that's like really like a sprint, uh, something that's short and difficult. Um, gain would be our traditional kind of Metcon um, where we're trying to fight near or close to our threshold um, of capability and we want to hover in that position because that's kind of where 
we really improve our fitness the most, especially, you know, different things that we're looking to do. And then the third one would be sustain. So that would be a longer duration, similar to yesterday, something that you could sustain for 60 minutes. And that's where you're going to build your aerobic base. And aerobic base helps with recovery. It helps with um, even recovery long-term, like day-to-day, as well as recovery within uh, a shorter workout from session to session or if we're doing intervals, things like that. Um, and most of life, honestly, happens at that sustained level, you know, whether you're going on a hike, whether you're doing your job, whether you're doing uh, basic lifestyle activities, most of the stuff is going to happen at the endurance level. And the other portions of it are good to mix in from time to time to, you know, get a little pain because that's where, you know, we have different energy systems and things work differently. So we want to make sure that we're, we're hitting all of those and making sure that we're, we're well-rounded so we're not leaving anything on the table. Uh, so that's kind of what we're going to be looking towards moving forward is there we will I don't know if we're going to come up with fancy words of our own uh, but we're going to start doing more consciously adding different styles of workouts throughout the week I mean we already kind of do it but it's not um, like a regimented you know Monday we're going to do a sustained workout or Tuesday we're going to do a gain workout it's kind of like ebbs and flows and it probably still will just to make sure that folks who come you know maybe Monday Wednesday Friday aren't getting the same style of workout every time they come so we want to mix and match it so everyone can kind of get a little bit of everything right um the last thing i I want to talk about today is uh is training age so uh, yesterday i posted something on my personal instagram about training age and what that means is that training age is how long you've been training so if you've even if you're 35 40 50 60 years old um, and you just started, you know, working with the barbell, you just started strength training, your training age is much different than your, you know, your, your chronological age. Uh, so it's how long you've been doing these activities. Now, a lot of times when you first start doing strength training, you get a lot of progress really, really soon. Um, a lot of that is neurological um, because your body is learning how to fire muscles and, and learning the movements and things like that. So initially for like the first four to six months, you may see some extreme progress in in strength gains and things like that. Um, And then as you continue doing this stuff for a long period of time, those, um, that progress slows down tremendously and it takes a lot of different changes to kind of make uh, some significant strength gains or or progress in those lifts or movements. Um, So for me, for example, uh, I've been lifting uh, weights specifically similar to like what we do in class, back squatting, power clean, bench press, all those sorts of things. When I was training for football from my ninth grade year in high school, which was 1998. Um, so I've been pretty consistently, I mean, there was a few years there in my early 20s where I wasn't uh, really, really regimented in terms of, I was still lifting weights, but I wasn't doing something like CrossFit or something. I was just going to the gym on my own and lifting um, but still, you know, squatting and bench pressing and doing stuff like that, just trying to keep things moving um so when you're looking at uh, some different people who've been training or in the gym you know if we look at uh, some of our coaches or different things like that a lot of us have been uh, training for for a long period of time you know somewhere between uh, even if if we're looking at coop who's a little bit younger nick who's a little bit younger um they've been probably training for like six to eight years at least um from you know, like early college all the way through till now. So when we're looking and making comparisons, which isn't always the best idea in general, we might be comparing ourselves to somebody who's been doing 
the fitness for stuff for, for much, much longer than we have. And it's just like being in school. Um, so you wouldn't compare, you know, the, the physics capability of a, of a senior in high school to like a third grader. So we want to make sure that we're, we're comparing and putting ourselves in the right perspective. So when we're looking to make progress and looking to do things, there is still a lot of foundation and stuff to be built uh, that would go into that. And with that said, um, a lot of times when we did start training me specifically, I did the same lifts um, every week or the same day. Like every Monday, I bench pressed for probably three years. And then every Tuesday, I back squatted and power cleaned. And so, you know, you, you learn and you build those things up pretty consistently, whereas the CrossFit ideology and methodology is, you know, constantly varied. So it seems like random movements. It's not random, um, but there's a lot of different stuff that we hit all the time just to kind of give some variance to the programming as well as kind of keep us, you know, generally physically prepared, which is kind of the the idea. Um, So when we're looking at it, we're not looking at something very specific um, as like training a football player who needs to get, you know, like a stronger bench press and a stronger squat and needs to put on weight to uh, grapple and, and battle with other people, um, but we're looking to be generally physically prepared. Now, if it, there's something you would like to do that's different, again, um, speak to one of the coaches and we can kind of get you on a path and like, especially like a, like a basic um, linear progression where you're really f- focusing on the foundational movements and kind of like hammering those home for a long period of time and building progressions over four to six to eight to 12, you know, weeks. Um, where you can see some real changes in those specific lifts. Now, that's not to say that you're not going to improve at lifts just doing the regular CrossFit classes, but things will take a little bit longer um, because you're not doing them as consistently. You know, like we might be front squatting once a week. And that if you don't come on that day particularly, then you miss that session, then you may not front squat for two weeks. So it's just, you know, and and that portion, it's... It is exactly, you know, like the more frequently you do something, the in, in some ways you will improve faster at that as opposed to, you know, doing it every week or every, one, every other week or something like that. So we want to make sure that we're progressing appropriately and at least having the right mindset around like how fast should we be progressing, what changes should we be seeing. And a lot of that does um, start to happen at tra- with your training age. So it does take longer for certain things to happen. It does take a little bit more of a consistent effort um, uh, when your your training age increases, uh, and also you know like some parts of that make it more difficult and frustrating. Um, I can't tell you the last time I've really, really like PR'd a a big lift. Um, my, my lifts have pretty much been the same for the last three to five years. I mean, there's some variance from five to ten pounds maybe, but but nothing crazy. Um, all I focus on now. Is not necessarily lifting more weight, but trying to lift it better and be more efficient um, and work a little bit more on uh, some rehab type movements or some accessory type movements that'll it'll help aid the lifts and it'll help me, you know, maybe either perform the lift better, look better doing it or feel better doing it. Um, so that's kind of the focus at this point. I was looking at some old videos from when I started CrossFit uh, four, five years ago. I don't know when I started, but like when I was really getting into the competitive aspect of it and my squat um, didn't look so great and then I was just like thinking about what I've been doing over the years to try to like 
fix some of those things to make them look better. Um, I don't lift any more weight. I was still able to do the same weight back then, but now that the lift just looks significantly different, then it looks better. Um, so for me, that's a win versus like heavier weights and doing sort of stuff like that because I want to feel better. I don't necessarily want to lift more. Um, so we are at about 12 minutes here and we'll cut it off there because we want to keep these short and sweet. Um, so training age, right? Um, thinking of different programming ideologies and, uh, you know, the open. We got 20.4 coming out and uh, we'll see what they bring. Uh, the movement uh, that I've been reading more about CrossFit lately is that they're moving towards more gymnastics and more lightweight aerobic capacity tests, which is kind of what we saw in weeks one and two. And I'm guessing if you ever looked at CrossFit.com where they post their workouts regularly and there's a lot of articles and stuff like that, all of their workouts have been really based in lighter weight movements, more body weight movements, and also more what they would call slips, which we've been integrating a little bit more as well. Slip stands for stretching, uh, L hangs or sits, inversions, and I keep forgetting what the P stands for. Hmm. Uh, Forgot. But anyway, you can look that up um, as you go through, and there's a lot of information there and see how the trends are going. Okay? Have a great day. Have a great rest of your week, and we'll see you soon.